0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Cheeky Reaper Podcast. I'm JB Peltier. And I'm Kevin Brown. And this week, we kind of just wanted to let y'all get a feel for who you'll be dealing with, which is, you know, us two degenerates. Yeah, that, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in your fucking kneecaps.
1: <laughs> all, all
0: right, Kevin, are you ready to get into it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's fucking rock it. God damn it. swear to god like the reason that my voice is so deep is because i had to stretch out like my vocal cords, (laughs) like throughout my childhood because my mom gave me that whole thing of like she couldn't tolerate high pitch noises Mm -hmm. and now i can't tolerate high high pitch noises but like you know a lot of kids will do that like squealy thing like they'll be like "Ah!" like all the time and it's so loud i swear I don't know what my mom did to me <laughs> whenever I was like, I don't know, before I was completely conscious, like I don't, before I had memories, but she must've done something because we didn't make those noises. We just didn't. She was like, you talk like a grown up. You use your big kid voice. You use your adult voice. She's like, I don't want to hear any of that like baby talk stuff. Like she just dragged all of those kids that use like that baby talk. Even the parents, she was like super judgy about it.
1: Aaron pisses me off in that con content. Text when you know he just squeals to squeal. I was like, date. like you are developing. Like you, you're speaking in sentences now. Verbalize. Like, come on, talk to me." And then I don't know. He's going through like a huge developmental jump, and because he went from like basically nonverbal
0: to if, if y'all have no idea who Aaron is, he's a toddler of a friend of ours. Correct. Yes. Uh.
1: I'll probably refer to him a lot,
0: because he's around a lot.
1: But yeah, he went from non-verbal, basically, to full-blown sentences when he started daycare. So I feel like he's just confused and scared and doesn't know.
0: Well, it's kind of like adapt or die. And it, um, whenever kids start to socialize, I don't have kids. I don't, I don't, right now, I don't want kids. But I think I, you know, I was one at one point. Um, and honestly like just kind of a basic understanding of anthropology is like they're going to have to socialize.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you don't socialize, it your life is not going to go well. But um like that that age of like 4 is like a critical age. Um how old is he now? Like he's four, close to 3. 3? Yeah, um if they're not like somewhat more socialized by the time that they're like 4, it's it creates bigger problems later on. Like it just kind of metastasizes. So the fact that he's already making big jumps and, like, speaking in full sentences and stuff like that, that's a good sign.
1: Well, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, parents will talk about the their toddlers going through developmental jumps and just having a hard time with it, and Aaron decided to hit a verbal Excuse me. Uh, jump, which the jump that he took it was huge, so I feel like he just doesn't know. Like, he's still, he's like, I can verbalize, but I am not used to it yet. So I'm still just gonna screech and have a damned time. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's frustrating to me, kid. <laughs> there, like, your brain is taking in taking in as much information as anything else that exists. Right. Like, all the same colors, sounds, words, people, are, it's all coming at you the same as an adult, but that an adult, I like to, th- like, I'm just trying to think of like an analogy for it. Like, if an adult has a fishing net, and they're just catching all this stuff and just like taking it in. A kid's got like, I don't know, a baseball glove. And he's trying to absorb the same amount of information trying to catch it all okay. and compartmentalize it and make sense of it. And they and they can't, so it's overwhelming. Right. But um, transitions are necessary. We went to a weird place. <laughs> yeah, you went down a rabbit hole and just kind of I don't attack. have kids and you have a baby. Yes, and we're talking about toddlers neither neither of us have toddlers well, I
1: mean, I deal with children, Karen children.
0: enough, yeah, I, I, I suppose so
1: kind of have a half horse in this
0: race. Have you had anything happen at work lately that's noteworthy my
1: man uh can I even say their names
0: on here um i w-
1: I would advise not right. Uh, so that, that guy I always tell you about Just come up Crazy with old
0: Come up with a nickname for him Oh god
1: The Archangel <laughs> I'm gonna call Arch- him The no, Archangel The Archangel He finally got out He I don't know what happened What the courts decided But he Walked out of our Walked Hard quote Out of our front door The dude that's always singing And hates me Is just Certifiably insane Yeah They had to drag him out Of the front door Apparently that's a running thing. Every time he gets booked out, then they have to restrain him, take him out the front door, unrestrain him. He gets to keep our oranges, and they throw his civilian clothes on top of him. Jesus Christ. And they go back inside. So he'll probably be back in the next two, three months.
0: I can't imagine, like, how is he living outside of jail to want to be in jail so much? He's just crazy.
1: Like, his mental state's deteriorated to that point where he truly believes that the jail
0: is his home. And the cells that he's in are his. I mean, I suppose if you spend enough time in there, it's, it's kind of true. It's just kind of like where you are is where you are yeah. and what you claim. Oh.
1: But if You I don't, live under a bridge.
0: That's your bridge. You pissed on it. I wish we could get him some, like, actual help.
1: Because he, de- he comes in for little charges. Like, he's not hurting anybody. He's not doing anything. He's, like, you know, criminally trespassed from the town he lives in. But he's also been banned from, like, every state facility in the state because he's so crazy. And he can get violent. So he kind of just comes to jail, sits with us for, you know, six months to a year, and then we kick him out for a few months. Comes right back. Whoever his attorney is... That man's gotta have made a bankroll by now, because he literally just chills. He won't talk to him. Like the the inmate won't talk to the attorney, and then finally the judge is like, "Jesus, fuck, dude, yes, he can go home." And you know he's getting paid the whole time. Like that's (laughs) Jesus. I'd get a lot of grief for that. Only represent
0: those situations. Jeez, dude. (laughs) I would go. I would get a lot of grief. As if we could. (laughs) <laughs> As if we could. I'm yeah. at mem- I'm not good at memorizing things. I'm I'm decently well. That's like, most of my job is memorizing code. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that would concern me about like if I wanted to get hired on like at a jail or something is like I'm not good at memorizing things verbatim. Mm. Like whenever I went to like boot camp, I like skated through that.
1: It's kind of the same stuff and. To the point that I've memorized things, most you'll you really won't have to do it in your career unless you're trying to further it. Like I'm, I'm chasing rank, so right. I know you know all the state mandates. I know our policy pretty well. Like if you don't really care about moving up, then you can loosely learn policy and you'll be all right. Because then the overachievers, like me and other people, we're gonna. You can just come ask others, and they're like, hey, what's this rule? Boom. Oh, hey, how is this worded? Boom. What should I do here? Well, off the off the mandates, legally, all you have to do is this.
0: Boom. I think we've gotten to a weird spot. We stay in a weird spot. Well, it's just It's just work. it's just (laughs) it's just dude we have weird jobs I would dude I would rather bury myself up to my own neck in sand and just have the fucking lobsters have their way with me than talk about my job
1: I mean
0: yeah I don't mind why do you like your job so much weirdly enough
1: I do feel like I make a difference somewhat down there like I still I've always been a big service guy Like I want to serve my community whatever I'm serving my community, and then I, whether it truly helps or not, but I do try to level with a lot of these guys and girls, and try to push them to a next stage in their life, not just becoming career criminals. Does that work? I don't know. Some guys get out, and I never see them again.
0: Well, you kind of, I understand uh, wanting to make, pot like, enact positive change in your immediate environment, that's really all you can do. Um, I have a habit of getting overwhelmed by, basically, like, my typical theme, I get overwhelmed by infinity. Right. Um, because I'm, like, I'm... You know, like, some people say, like, you can't see the forest for the trees. I can't see the trees for the forest. Like, I just see, I'm a big picture... Right. like as big as I can possibly think. and then the fact that I can't have an effect on that grandiose of a level uh, c- could possibly be frustrating to me. So I inevitably end up doing virtually nothing like except like living in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that you can find a way to enact positive change in your immediate environment the only way that I've found that I've been able to is, like, one-on-one with individuals. I mean, I I guess until, um... I got, like, some TikTok clout, like those, like, few thousand followers initially. Um, then I... I I almost got, like, a high from it. Um, and it wasn't, like, stroking my ego or anything. I was like, holy fucking shit. I can do something. Like, I can like make an impression in a positive way, talking about consciousness and um, a more universal way of thinking. And that, that was great for me. I mean, it's kind of like waned since. I've gained more, more of a following, but for different reasons. Um, but I, I admire that you can um, centralize your focus like into your job. And honestly, I'm kind of jealous that you can do it for your job
1: and see another big one on my part is you know can I I know I'm not changing anybody's life down there like that's not happening if it is pfft, how many is that actually but I can you know cut up with them show them that you know not the, the all cops are bad thing that's huge right now they can know that at least some of us aren't a lot of us are just people we have a badge we do our job that's all I'm trying to announce to these guys.
0: The all cops are bad thing. I, I don't I genuinely don't think that anyone that says that believes it for what the phrase is. I think whenever they say all cops are bad, they are saying police as an institution is critically flawed. But they just word it they word it in this dumbass way. They people we'll try to simplify things way too far. Yeah, they make a grand generalization because it feels good. Mm. They're they're angry. They want to cast a like, uh, Jesus Christ, what's the phrase? Cast a wide net. Yeah, they want to cast a wide net. They want to paint with a broad brush because it, it feels good to like have that like hive mentality, that um, tribalism. Mm. But no, if you talk to them on an individual level, unless they're like putting on airs, and they just some people will just fake it because they don't want to look dumb and they don't want to back down from what they've said. But most people, if you get them one-on-one and they've been ranting and raving about all cops are bad, they don't believe that. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that people are people and individuals are, all individuals are different. And then you're just like, so what you're saying is, you think that the institution of you know police and law enforcement is flawed like, badly. And there's like, yes, and you're just like, but you don't believe that every single cop is a bad person that does bad things for people. And they're like, well, yeah, obviously. And then you're like, well, stop fucking saying it then. You don't have to pick a side.
1: And so you'll get there's a big, you know, blowback on with law enforcement of, you know, all cops are bad, blue lives matter, da-da-da. You get a lot of these guys one-on-one. They're I'm not going to speak on anybody's behalf, but there is a big flaw in law enforcement. No really? one is blind to that, but at the end of the day, they still have to do their job.
0: Hell, this the systemic racism is even like I'd say the majority of it isn't even even in the police force. It's in it's in just the law as a structure, like the judges and everything as an institution. That's mm-hmm. where I think predominantly it's
1: worse. And that's where people are getting things so twisted is, I mean, your sheriff over your over your county, that's an elected position. Your chief of police over your local PDs, that is a appointed position from your city council. Your city councils, guess what? That is an elected position. You can freak out, protest, riot all you want, but if you're not showing up at the polls, making the change that you want to be seen, what there's you're literally doing nothing. And yeah, that, that was kind of a shot at make it out and vote. Big elections are coming up. Some big ones just passed in our county. I mean, hey, if if your voice isn't being heard, then why are you trying to make it heard in other aspects?
0: Because I, I think th- there's a certain um sentiment of like i'm already defeated i think i think some of it like you could this may be just complete like psychobabble but if you want to get down to the root of it with like individuals needing that and wanting to riot and get angry and get with the group i think it kind of comes down to like their own feeling of ineffectuality like as you say, like, you need to go vote. You need to take it to the polls. There's, like, my vote and what I'm doing as an individual doesn't matter. It doesn't count. They, they feel alone in it. So there's, like, the only way that we can, act, I can personally have an effect on change is getting with the group and doing something, like, extravagant and big and colorful
1: well, I, I can see that, because, you know, hide my mentality type stuff. But do the same thing, but get everyone up, <clears throat> get everyone registered, get them up to the polls. I mean, yeah, there are rules on voting. Certain people can't vote, and you can still speak. You can still convince others. Yeah, there's just a certain amount of chaos. And no. this is not me speaking against, you know, I'm not here... Saying riots shouldn't be happening or your protest is stupid. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just saying there are different ways to handle things. Well, and there, there are people that are <laughs> doing that. Yeah, there are people. I'm just making sure that I'm not being
0: construed as, you know... Basically, like, anti-BLM. Right. I don't um, want... And hell, to hear, hey, BLM isn't even responsible for the riots. Those are isolated incidents where... Like, let's say, like, the white kid down the block, Jeffrey, just has, like, a bee in his bonnet, and he's like, I need to, he's like, I need to get some of this aggression out, and he goes down and gets involved, and other people with a similar mentality that just want the chaos and thrive in that get involved, and they fuck everything up. But if if you pay attention and you read into it, BLM is doing things that are constructive, Mm -hmm. doing things that are orderly and constructive. And but, you know, like the riots, sometimes there's an there's a whole moral argument as to um, whether or not they're justified, because there are some arguments that people are like, um, (laughs) your individual property is not more important than someone's life. But then there's another argument that like your prop- your individual property is your livelihood and things like that. Like black-owned businesses have been destroyed during the riots. Right. Um, and there's a certain to some rioters, not to Black Lives Matter. There's a certain Marxist undertone, and it's coming. It's coming from the colleges. It's coming from uh, these just chaotic fucking kids. That I don't know. They they just read like. The Communist manifesto, and they just fucking ran with it. And you're just like, holy fucking shit, how much historical backing do you need to know that that there's, shit fucks up? I'm but I'm getting to the point as far as um like communism goes because they're pushing this idea that your personal property doesn't matter. That dude, that's got Marxist written all over it, so there, there's a gray area, obviously. Like, right, yes, do the rights. But if if you're gonna destroy property, loot property, take people's property, don't do it to individuals, and especially don't do it to the people that you're trying to defend ideologically with the riots, mm. which are like your African American citizens. Th- their businesses are being harmed during this. I mean, they're not the only ones affected, obviously, but isn't that kind of shooting yourself in the foot? Mm. Topics like this are real touch and go
1: try not to mince words because I don't want to be a misunderstood but I mean I I personally don't really know what's going on with it all like, well no no one does it All oh. the light's been shown I mean the world knows what's going on here and yeah it's up in our hands now do, do I think the riots will start to quell here soon yeah because I mean if that's what if that was the end goal was to get eyes on the problem then that has been achieved now it's on us to make the changes
0: yeah respond to the cry exactly so it'll fucking stop I mean see like being a white man that had been conservative in my youth because I well mostly I didn't know any better I can see where the other side would go, from like they they have blinders on like a horse. Why do I sound like a redneck while I'm talking right now? <laughs> um, they they have blinders on, so the only thing that they would see is like they're being bullied. They're being intimidated by mm-hmm. this. There's like, like it's the same people that say like I we don't uh <laughs> what's the thing we don't negotiate with terrorists like. They, they see that as, like, a linear thing. Like, those things are tied. I right. was like, no! <laughs> no! These aren't domestic terrorists! These are citizens that are getting fucking murdered! But, like, all you can do is that... People get dragged all the time. Right. Like, just for wanting to talk about the gray area. But all we can do is keep an open discussion about it. Because, mm-hmm. n- like, we're not going to sit here in a podcast and just... Loop around and cover a hundred percent of it and get a full picture. Exactly. You, no one ever will. And that's that's not how life works. And the the thing that pisses me off with these gray area topics is
1: you know, we covered, you know, a hair of what's
0: actually going on. We we covered a follicle exact of one hair on the ball sack of this massive fucking beast. It's
1: somebody listens to this it's going to be that exact person that's like oh they have no idea what they're talking about which we've stated multiple times we just have our opinion our perspective they're like well what about this and what about this and this and we're like well that we never even covered because one time restraints two we've already established that we are not the most educated on this
0: dude Dan Cummins, right? Right. Dan Cummins is... Yeah, shout out Dan Cummins. He is one of my favorite comedians, and he is my absolute favorite podcast host. He hosts Time Suck Podcast. And very recently, he did, like, a two- to three-hour podcast on the LA riots. Right, Which Holy fucking shit. That that was just an absolute mess. Absolute catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was between, like... Uh, like Korean immigrants and the African American uh, communities, and like that financial strain, and the police, and the minorities, mm-hmm. and just a huge mess, just race, complete race war. Right. And he covered so so much. He packed so much in within that like two to three hour period, and still he got messages. I mean, he was trying to just like. It's not like he's a libertarian. Actually, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for him. That is just like, I'm going to play devil's advocate for funsies. Just for funsies. (laughs) He's like, I'm trying to get a full picture that is inclusive of everybody. He wanted as many people as possible to be heard. And still, next podcast was taking calls and just got lit the fuck up. And those are the ones that he played on the podcast. Or read. Right. N- not to even mention the ones that we probably didn't even see. He has thousands of people listening to that podcast. Can you imagine the turbulent individuals that were writing in just, like, hateful, just blind uh, shit? That's the issue, is people will only see things from their perspective. It, it is it, a perspective problem.
1: Out, outside of their perspective, it doesn't
0: exist. It's wrong. Well, you um, only own your perspective. But... All you can do is try to make a fucking effort. Right. Because, um...
1: I've come a long way in that aspect in the last few months of just trying to understand other people. Because I was one of those guys. And I was like, fuck you, you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And yeah, I'm like, oh, an holy
0: person. shit, that's not how anything works. Dude, even whenever I became, like, more liberal, I swung hard left. And I was like, oh, all these fucking stupid conservative fucks but dude they're the same they're the same as you they grew up somewhere different they were raised entirely different they had different parents they have a different like biology in their brain they have a different brain chemistry you know what I mean and you have to try to relate these people don't you can't just it's not us versus them it's it's all just us bring them over into your little cloud here you can't Co- you can't shout at someone hatefully to get your point across. You have to coax them over. Mm-hmm. Change in like changes in ideal like ideologies and thoughts is scary. It's frightening. It's foreign territory. Mm. Honestly, there's there's a theory that I was uh, reading about the other night, and I can't remember what it was called. But essentially, the theory is that everything that a human being does is driven by fear it's motivated by fear. Like you'd have to break it down on particular like subjects and ideas. You'd have to break it down really far. Like sit there and deconstruct the thought for like an hour to get there. But inevitably you'd come to the bottom of the bucket and it would just be like, it started with fear. It's a terrifying thing. So what do you do whenever a kid is scared? We're all just kids on the inside. Like we were all, we're all clueless. What do you do whenever a kid's scared? Do you tell them to like shut the fuck up, stop being scared, quit being a, like a little bitch? I mean, some people, yeah, but some it's just because are. the person telling them that was scared at <laughs> 1.2 and that's how they responded to them. It's a, it's, a, it's just a cyclic thing. So br- break the cycle within your own immediate environment. If you see someone that is saying hateful shit, it's out of fear. Humans don't, they fear what they don't understand. Like that, that's a trope and it's cliche, but it's kind of like no shit. And you can't respond
1: to hate with hate. That's... Yeah. That is absolutely bonkers.
0: That's on a fucking beer koozie somewhere.
1: And that... <laughs> it's like, no shit. That's coming from a, a county jailer. Like, you don't think people just say ignorant shit to me for, you know, my entire 12-hour shift? Yeah. yeah. Do I respond with hateful stuff? No. Did I at one point? Probably. Did it... End Poorly? Probably.
0: Did you adjust? Yes.
1: And now, don't respond to hate with hate. They don't have anything, they don't have any more ammo than that. Dude, that's.
0: What else are they supposed to do? What else are they supposed to do? People get fired up about things when they're fucking bored. When you're bored with your own life, existing is already hard enough. Existing is hard. Being a human being is hard. A lot of the things that we get fired up about and passionate about is just a distraction from your, like, eminent demise. You are fucked. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to put it that way, that has negative connotations, but you're not really fucked. You're just getting the same, you're getting the same PB&J everyone else is getting. Yeah. You're going to have to eat that fucking sandwich. I fucking hate it here. Yeah. So, like, you can tell when people are miserable, like, you know, whenever they're being hateful towards you, you like, they're unhappy with their own life. Because instead of sitting sitting there with it and facing it and trying to work with it, they're like, I'm just going to take it out. They're fucking bored. Their brain is bored. Whenever you think that you have big, 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 big problems, it's entertainment. Exactly. It's like the TV show in your brain. That's why, like, honestly I think a lot of the time I come across as boring to people. Because they'll get really heated about stuff that just seems trivial to me most things seem trivial to me Mm -hmm. and they're just like well what do you think about this and they'll get really uptight and worried about it I'm like honestly I could give a fuck because most things just tend to work out and it also really depends on what you define as working out exactly things going wrong things are bound to go wrong And
1: and is it is it actually going wrong or is it a broader picture? Exactly. did it did it go wrong in that scenario to go right later down the line I mean people constantly worry about things
0: they can't control it's a swing back and forth you're if you are constantly thinking yourself into emotion about every up and down during your day in life you're gonna have a rough fucking time yeah it leads to a long life yeah you're Things being good or bad, that's like a wavelength. You you just need to be like kind of the base line mm-hmm. in the middle. I mean, some of it, yeah, it's going to kick the shit out of you. But most things do not warrant a response.
1: you mentioned that earlier on the phone because, you know, my stuff happened today. He was like, you know, what are your thoughts on it? And I'm like, well, I'm like whatever. We Got to move on. He was like, you are just one of the most unbothered people I know. And I'm like, the... Why are we worrying about things we can't control? Right? Like, that's been like my whole little manifesto lately. Is let it, people let negative things take up time. <laughs> let it be. Yeah. Let like, it be. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's, that's all you can do. It's not that bad. Like, it Let we'll negative me. shit affect you. It used to piss, like, every ex girlfriend that I had off. Hell, even up to the most recent. Like, it's like it's not that bad. It's fine. It's not that bad, especially uh, if it didn't involve them. They, like the biggest their like, coworker, like would like let's say their coworker's like boyfriend or girlfriend cheats on them, they would come just home fire. furious, right? And I was like, you're acting like you were watching a soap opera that you really liked <laughs> and your favorite character died.
1: It's not it, your problem. It's homie. not your fucking problem. Go like on. it's just not.
0: Fucking relax. Drink some water. And you're just like, they're they're fucking bored. See, like, we've been friends for a long
1: time. And if you got all achy, breaking hard like that came on, dog, she cheated on
0: me. I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks, dog. All Drink you can do, a beer? you can be know. there for them. Yeah. You can be there for them without being upset on their behalf necessarily. Exactly. You can mirror their emotions without taking them on yourself.
1: And I'm not going to, you know, go to bed and be like, Messaging everybody. Oh my god! Fucking
0: JB's yeah. girl did this to him. Like it's none of their fucking. Aren't you mad about that? Because I'm mad about that. Like, is there anything more self centered than getting offended <laughs> on someone else's behalf? I don't think so. Think
1: That's about it a this weird
0: way. one. Think about it this way: you're you're making it about you. <laughs> you're making it about you. It's not. It's not you. It's not your problem. If you. If let you go to the grocery store, you let let's literally make it about spill milk. You grab oh, yeah. you grab and purchase a gallon of milk. You drop it on the ground. It splatters all over the place. And let's just say let's, let's say if you're having a bad day. You come home. You're a little you a little red in the eyes. You're a little you know, a little, <laughs> little dewy. And I'm just, I just like immediately get like fucking angry and just I'm like I'm never fucking with milk again. <laughs> I'm making it about me. I'm not like, I'm not like empathizing with you. Like, and eh, man, that that fucking sucks. You dropped your milk. I'm I'm like, oh, this is my vendetta now. <laughs> I, I'm take I'm taking it from you. Don't fuck milk, though. No, don't don't fuck milk. I mean, you could, if you wanted to. We don't judge. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's a there's a whole sexuality for that actually.
0: Lactosexual? I like it. Dairy dairy sexual. I don't like right. where I don't like where we are. <laughs> I don't like
1: where I kinda did. I might do it now. You got an expired half gallon in there.
0: I think it you know what I think would be better is like a yogurt cup. Like a YoPlay yogurt cup. Branding. Uh fuck! <laughs> fuck! I mean, like, I guess I like, get a free shout-up. We're not being sponsored by yogurt. No. <laughs> this, is, this is episode one. Yeah, episode bitch, one. We already got the sponsors. What you mean? <laughs> frozen yogurt, definitely. Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely not.
1: I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of cold, but... Kind of
0: cold? Fro-, fro... Frozen. <laughs> frozen yogurt. Dog. So you get
1: a mold, and you make a ring with it, right? You
0: freeze the yogurt, Boom! It's there. It's just like the orange. You know what I think would be better? Yeah. So think about it this way. You get the frozen yogurt. Hear me out. You put your balls in the frozen yogurt. In it or on it? In it. You put your balls in the frozen yogurt and then get a regular room temp yogurt for the other, for your So like
1: a slightly thawed frozen yogurt. We're not talking like, you know,
0: frozen. Yeah. Like I'm talking straight out of the machine. Right, like okay. put your balls in that. You know it's good for inflammation, make you feel good. Probably good for your sperm cells. Yeah. Why are your balls frozen, dog? Huh? I'm
1: not saying your balls are frozen. I'm saying put no, not in frozen, frozen nope. but swollen. That's what I'm saying. It sounds. He said it's good for inflammation, which
0: yeah begs the Inflamma- question of inflammation. Hey. happens without being swollen. My like let's say that my you just whole life I thought those were one and the same. No, let's say that you just have some fucking chafing. It's inflamed. There's there's excess blood there. Got you. It's all red and shit. I was today years old. Yeah. Whenever you have a sunburn, it doesn't have to swell for you to have inflammation. I'm pretty sure I'm correct. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm see? pretty. Uh, see, it's inflamed. You can have inflammation without it being swollen. Like, inflammation is just excess blood. May- maybe I'm just
1: looking at the o- other way. Of it can't be swollen without inflammation.
0: I like that sounds s- right
1: the swelling can't exist without but it's not vice versa that sounds right
0: okay I think we kind of made our way downtown
1: making my way you, downtown you about
0: ready to wrap up yeah I wrap up any time alright and this has been the first episode of the Cheeky Reaper uh, thank y'all for listening uh, we'll be doing this I'd say like once a week probably once probably, a week probably yeah it's
1: gonna be more your
0: schedule um, open book. pretty much anytime we can find time to come sit in the fucking closet in, in Kevin's room? Hell yeah. It'll be great. We, ne- we need a sign-off. What's the, a the sign-off going to be? I don't have a sign-off. We didn't plan this. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, well, we'll come up with that later.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to y'all.
0: So, we'll catch you later. Have a good one.
1: Eey.